Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, that's me along with Captain Patrick and uh, Barry the Boater. We are uh, navigating the latest boating news and information and uh, hopefully making you as our passengers just a little bit more educated when it comes to boating, the boating industry, and uh, giving you a little knowledge, you know, nuggets of knowledge to impress your boating friends. Now, to lead off the show today, we're going to talk about something that I hope uh, everybody can agree on because then we're going to get into a serious debate i have a feeling first being that uh we, we are all hoping i believe and, and maybe i'm wrong here but i think we're all hoping that if that boat prices have finally peaked you know demand has been so strong over the last couple of years uh it has made it very tough to get a new boat prices have been going through the roof you know manuf- or you know dealers have been you know, up and you know the you know charging over invoice if they can get away with it. At some of them, I mean, uh, Captain Rusty have, has told us that some of the prices he's gotten for for some of the boats that they sell, he, he kind of shakes his head, going, "I can't believe we're getting away with this. This is pretty awesome for business for them, but not necessarily for the end consumer." So I don't know if demand is starting to wane or or what. But what are we seeing as far as trends? Patrick, are we starting to see the these uh, prices start to subside a little bit just because maybe demand is starting to wane just a little or what? Well, what we've seen, according to the most recent uh, press release from J.D. Power, is prices for boats and personal watercraft have plateaued. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. We, we've reached what we feel is this is kind of as high as they're going to go. Uh, and we expect to see some pullback. However, the fact that they've plateaued, there's there's a caveat to that, if you will. Okay. So they've they've crested at an extremely high level. The most recent ten model years, uh, prices are forty eight percent higher. Right. Uh, the beginning of this year than in twenty twenty one. So. All right, you know, relief. Hey, prices have finally leveled off. So if you're if you're looking at buying a new boat or even a used boat, because again, that that price for new boats translates down to your pre-owned boats as well. You're going to pay more for those than you would have. Uh, it just it just transfers that way. So the the fact that we are seeing that that and perhaps a little bit of a pullback. This is good, I think, because I don't think we're seeing demand pull off because the most recent from the boat shows. And again, coming up, the kickoff to boat to, to boat show season, traditionally, Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. Yeah, right. Um, but we know a lot of manufacturers out there, manufacturers based here in the U.S., the 2023 model year, which we are into right now, orders have almost filled up 
for that model year. And these are with manufacturing plants really running at peak capacity trying to get these orders filled. We, we know that when we talked with uh, Ashley uh, from the uh, Orlando Boat Show uh, last week that, you know, those, those slots are filling up and, you know, you're still looking at a seven to nine month, you know, wait on getting your new boat. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's a, you know, light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to at least boat prices not going up anymore. Uh, yeah, we're we, hoping we, that we would that like, would be the case. We would like to see that. We'd like to see as the supply chain issues have eased, uh, as employment has hopefully started to uh, fill back up in some of these, uh, whether it's the manufacturing end of the actual boat manufacturers or their providers for windshields, for canvas, for electronics, you know, that those have all started to ease. That uh, The easing up at, uh, at the ports, which we actually haven't heard a whole lot about lately as far as, you know, ships waiting to offload, that those parts uh, have started to make their way to the manufacturing plants. And again, even with those tightening supply chains, manufacturing plants were still running at peak and will continue to do so. And we had reports of dealers and or customers willing to take their new boat with it missing parts as long as it would run. You know, you could put it in the water and it would get underway. They were willing to go without canvas. They were willing to go without a, a, a marine toilet. You know, some what? of these things like that. Wait a that. minute. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. <laughs> that's not that's not an optional device that if you no, they offered your, a bucket. Yeah, they, huh? I, I, a bucket? I, I, yeah, here's a, a bucket. bucket. Until you, I, yeah, I, I, I kid uh, you not. You know, yeah. we, we had boats and years past. Boats like that that were waiting on parts because there was always in the industry supply chain disruptions, things that would happen. Mm-hmm. And you'd wind up most commonly as uh, with the manufacturer I work for, boats would get yellow tagged and would be set out in the plant. Right. But you never had a customer in. willing to take a bucket instead of the head installed well, I'm not, on I'm their not boat. saying that anybody out there was willing to do that. What I am saying is people were willing to take their boats missing a toilet, knowing that. When they came in, they would ship to the dealer. The dealer would arrange for them to come in, and they would finish the installation. It, it would have a little cover plate where the toilet would go, say, toilet goes here. Hmm. And then they would send it to you with a couple of nuts and a tool, and, a and then you could install right. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, it would have a little, we'd have a little sign with a poop emoji. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, I wouldn't want to be that guy. But maybe, you know, uh, I, I guess what you're saying, though, that uh, prices have peaked. They, they, but they're not necessarily going to go down anytime soon. They're going to stay where they are. Maybe what in a year? Maybe we'll see some easing. Maybe I, prices. I don't, I, I don't think you're going to see. I don't think you're going to see easing of prices. I think with with in our industry, um, when you're able to get and people are willing to pay, you know, a certain price, unless banks and lenders start pulling back. You know, then you might start to see uh, uh, an ease off. But you have to remember, these companies are in business to do what? Make money. You know, and if they have the opportunity to make more and people are willing to pay it, and this has kind of become the norm over the past couple of years, I wouldn't expect to see it pull back a whole lot unless we enter uh, a, a severe, that dreaded R word, which mm-hmm. I will not pronounce on okay. here because... Not going to jinx it. All right. 
Barry the boater, what say you? Well, the only thing that I think may lower the cost of new boats is if you start to see a larger amount of used boats going on the market because maybe people decided I've had enough boating or this wasn't quite what I wanted to do. And you start seeing that market get a glut of used boats out there. Or that uh, recession issue comes into play. I ah, said you said it. it. You, you weren't supposed it. to say it, Greg. But uh, I, I don't know if that, that issue would come into play as much as people deciding that maybe this was more work than they wanted to deal with. So far, it doesn't seem like it out there. I mean, I see the boaters out there. Well, I think it's too early, to, too early to tell. I mean, you yeah, know, we'll have well, to wait and see. We're going to wait a few more years. But the good news is, like, if you're in the market for a boat, might as well pull the trigger now. Uh, it's yeah. not going to get cheaper. Right. Not going to get cheaper anytime soon. Hopefully, they're not going to go much higher, though, either. So you might as well go ahead and pull the trigger, get what you want, and uh, get it ordered, and then you'll have it in, like, three years. <laughs> yeah, well, and that, when you're when you're at the boat show or you're at the dealership, you know, and you are placing an order and you're you're ordering that boat with certain options and things like that and colors and fabrics, what have you, get them to lock in the price. You know, because as costs increase for uh, materials and whatnot, you want to make sure that when you take, you know, delivery of your boat nine months from now, that those costs haven't been passed on to you. Lock in that price, get it in writing. There you go. All right. So here at the World of Boating, we're kind of a microcosm of the boating uh, lifestyle industry members. Uh, Have we gotten more rude? We're going to talk about that next on the World of Boating and find out if that translates to the rest of the world next. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explore in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. 
He's done. Successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Welcome aboard. I will be your captain. You'll be my scallywags. I don't know what that means, but you will be them. And here's how we play. Thank you for your attention and welcome aboard. Let's go. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boat around it out the crew. All right. So have boaters gotten more rude? I don't even know how this topic got brought up. But before we started the show today, Patrick said, do you have some data that's showing this? Or is this anecdotal that uh, you you put it out there that um, boaters are getting more, I don't know, that, that friendly boating atmosphere that we all grew up with where you pass your... Your your neighbor boater and wave to them. I still see that all the time. But uh, what what are you uh, what were you referring to before the show today, Patrick? You know, I always enjoy how you ask me a question and then proceed to. Well, I'm just adding. That's what I picked up. What did you? <laughs> what? Where did you pick and this then up? Ask me. So, what do you think? Well, I don't know, Greg. Let me let me. No, I, I said, your... where did you pick up this information? Where are you seeing this? this anecdotal information or is there any research or data to back it up that voters are getting more rude it it is both data driven and anecdotal okay what what data are you based on well basing this one one yeah we have over the past two and a half years we have had an unprecedented increase in boat buyers people getting into boating right that are first time boaters we also know from data, um, that from surveys that these boaters, these buyers, customers fill out and supply back, that they are more interested in knowing how to turn the key and make the boat go where they want it to go than they are interested in learning about the boat itself, systems, maintenance and more importantly boating as a whole as whether the rules of the road safe boating or boating etiquette which is where we've seen an increase anecdotally in tensions at boat ramps which have always been simmering uh, even with knowledgeable boaters Uh, but we've seen an increase there as well as incidents out on the water with people who have no idea what they're doing, nor does it seem that they want to know uh, what to do or how to do it correctly. Uh, I, from my viewpoint, from, from where I am in the industry, what I've personally been exposed to or witnessed to is people that are truly don't know how to operate their boat correctly and are making very, very basic mistakes, which are leading to huge dissatisfaction, damage, um, and uh, increase in uh, tensions out on the water. Because you get uh, just anchoring, 
uh, as an example, especially if you're out in an area where a lot of people anchor. And I'm not talking about uh, putting you up on the beach out on, you know, Siesta Key or something like that or down in, in Barry's area where they've thankfully removed the sandbar. <laughs> um, but, you know, people that will go out and anchor in an area and you have somebody that has no idea how to properly set an anchor, how to maneuver their boat to anchor, um, how that they think one anchor is enough and then their boat starts swinging wildly based on wind or tide and starts coming in contact with other boaters then they get all panicked and they start to try to move the boat forget that their anchor is deployed get out underway now everybody's jeering and yelling at them and now they they they're okay we got to get out of here because now they're feeling a whole lot of pressure and then they take off not really realizing that that anchor is now dragging and then they get back to the dock and it's like their their bow pulpit their their anchor roller there is bent at a 90 degree angle their anchor is gone, and then they're calling the manufacturer saying this is warranty. Right, but yeah, haven't we had this all the time though? Hadn't this been not historically not like this because because no. we with the increase in boat sales again, manufacturing plants at peak capacity for the past two two and a half years, we've got more boats being produced. So you're going to see a rise in those incidents just because you've got more boats out on the water, but the increase in first-time boaters that thinking they have no idea what it is they are getting into. And that's, you know, I in years past, we threw around the term uh, boating concierge, you know, which is kind of a role that I've filled over the years where I've met with potential buyers and customers and talked about what kind of boating they want to do. What the, not, not only what kind of boating do they want to do right now, where do they see themselves boating five years from now to make sure that they've got the right boat that they're going to be able to grow into that they're not going to be dis- dissatisfied with and that they understand how to operate the boat and how to do basic maintenance. I had a customer on the phone yesterday, did not even know that the Volvo Penta engines had a fuse panel on the engine that was accessible. He had an inoperable outdrive on his boat, was going to ruin his boating weekend, and in five minutes, directed them, all right, just pull pull the engine cowling off. It just pops right out of there. Locate the fuse box. It's on the left side of the engine. Unsnap the cover. See that big silver breaker with the resettable little tab? Is that popped out? Yes, it is. Push it back in. Now go back up to the helm. Tell me if your outdrive's working. It is. You're a genius. No, I'm not a genius. I just read the manual years ago and know how the system operates, and you can too. Well, that that is true, but aren't you describing newbie ignorance as opposed to boaters it, being rude? It, I mean, that's just uh, enlightenment kind of thing. It doesn't necessarily mean they're being less cordial amongst themselves. I mean, you're. I'm trying have, to drag out the segment, Greg. <laughs> well, well, no. I mean, I, I want to know: is there? Do we have any real data to show that boaters are getting more rude? I don't. I'm not hearing it just yet. I, I don't. I I don't think that we've got. Again, when we're talking about boaters being more rude, it's more anecdotal news stories that we see, incidents that have happened out on the water, people that are now packing heat um, out in their boats. We know a couple months ago there was a running gun battle up on the St. John's, north of where Mike keeps his boat, um, between jet skis and a boat. It was like the the Wild West out there. I mean, everybody starts drawing weapons, and you know, next thing you know, it's it's. It's a running, it's a running battle out on the St. John's. Well, shots going everywhere. Well, that may just be an overall cultural thing. I don't, I'm not so sure if it's, no, it's a, a, a it's, boating it's not thing. A cultural thing. It, so, so wait, wait. Are you saying it's not a cultural thing? It's it, no, it's not a cultural. It's thing. a boating. You think it's a boating thing? I I think it's people. 
especially when it comes to boating, that they are, I mean, we see, okay, so when we talk about uh, road rage, okay, yeah. which we, we see increases in road rage, now that transfers to on the water, and when you've got people who don't know how to properly operate their boat or their jet ski or something like that, and they're creating conditions that knowledgeable boaters find aggravating and or dangerous, we are less apt to lend a hand and train somebody who we think may be in need of assistance, we're more apt to go and start yelling and screaming. And then what is the other person more likely to do? They're going to start yelling back and screaming. Then tensions rise. Then weapons get drawn. And then we've got a gunfight. Hmm. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean... I hear what you're saying, but that, to me, it sounds like overall cultural thing. I, I still see the friendly boaters waving to everybody, especially on the intercoastal and stuff like that. And, and you know, overall, uh, I mean, our road rage incidents up. I don't know what the numbers are on that. So that's all. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. We'll talk more about it next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast fatten out the hatches aye aye sir Man the mouse sprint stow the mizzen mast jive the jib boom hoist the main sole and lower the tattersall look sharp man Tighten the starboard hatch the leeward thwarts and trim the scuppers of the port poop deck This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater rounding out the crew. Are boaters getting more rude? I don't know. I, I you know, I hear what uh, Patrick is alluding to and road rage and, and all that, you know, and I don't know if that stuff is up on the, you know, on, on the upswing or not. I mean, I haven't seen the latest stats on those incidents. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. 
But, uh, you know, when I go out on the water and I'm cruising around, especially on the intercoastal where you're around a lot of other boats, uh, people are waving like they always have. I mean, there's They're a not com- waving. Yes, they are. They're <laughs> they saying are I'm number one every yeah, single time. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I see a lot of, of boaters, friendly boaters, right. willing to right. help well, out their you know friends. And, of course, you'll have incidents at boat ramps, but we always have had a, that issue okay. there. And, boating uh, accident boating accident statistics in the US 2022 this is courtesy of Barry Z boater yeah uh, not com- confused with Barry the boater mm. um don't go to barrythebooter.com that is a weird website okay boating accidents <laughs> okay boating fatalities surged surged okay 20 25% during the covid pandemic over 5000 boating accidents occur yearly in the US Lack of boating safety education accounts for 77% of fatal accidents. That's alcohol. Right. But that's alcohol. ignorance. That's ignorance. That's not boaters being rude or being mean to each other. No, Greg. What? Be, it's being, being ignorant. They, they make a mistake. They're, maybe they're newbies and they don't no, know no, any no. better. Be, being rude, not taking the time as a, as a first-time boater, not taking the time to learn about your boat, to learn about boating as a whole to learn about boating safety so you have no idea and the end result is you have no idea what you're doing out on the water makes you not ignorant it makes you the worst of the boaters that are out there and de facto makes you a rude boater because you are not willing you're unwilling to learn you just want to put the keys in the ignition and make the boat go, and that's all you want to know, and that makes you the worst type of boater. Okay, rude, well, ignorant. I, I don't think rude's the right word it. you want to put in there. I mean, maybe ignorant, and uh, you know, if they don't realize they're being uh, rude to their fellow boaters because they don't know the rules of the road. That's a, I think that's a different issue. I still see even those people that may be ignorant are still waving. Hey man, how you doing? What's going on? Wait, waving, still- okay. waving, waving is one thing. Yeah. But when you're in areas where it's supposed to be slow speed or there are other boats there and they have signs that say slow speed and they still zip by you because they feel we are free. We are in a boat. We could do what we want. Well, that is a totally different thing. When you're waiting at the ramp and you see other boats there and they're all waiting patiently so that each one can get up there and, and load up their boat and leave for the day. Then you have someone come along and they kind of zip between everyone because they figure, hey, you know, they're waiting for something else. And then they just block the ramp and then run up to get their vehicle and back it down because they can't get around the way they're supposed to or read the signs that say, Please stay in line. First come, first serve. So what do you do in that situation? Do you, you confront you learn, them or you, do you tell the, the person like, hey, do you realize, you know, you're you're making a mistake here? And if, you try to educate you, them? If, if you try to educate them, they will tell you to very politely, F off. I am leaving now. I'm you have no you, faith in humanity, Barry. Come I, on. I, I have been there. Well, I understand. You am, may get okay. that response, but don't you, as the expert boater, to at least make the attempt they, to share your you, enlightenment? You try, if they want to learn, you try to, especially when they get stuck at the ramp and they're spinning Try to their help tires, them out. That's what a good boater would do. Out. That's what right. a, a nice boater does. If they see someone yeah. who is <sighs> obviously doesn't have a clue. 
but uh, they're not go up like- to them and, and say, hey. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't hear you know, a word you said. No, I did. Patrick. I heard every word no. you're saying. You're, no, but no, no, you no, guys no. are taking it as a confrontation uh, problem and that everyone is so rude and that they're not going to take it the right way. But at least you make the attempt as a, you can, you a can part make of the, the voting att- community. You can, yes, you can yeah. make the attempt. Right. But there are people that just don't want to hear it. Well, of course there are. They're, that is in all walks of life. Some of them are going to be open to it and some of them are not. They're going to think you're full of crap. But all those numbers have gone up because it's become so crowded out there. Well, I, I, you know, the the issue of more people, more problems, maybe. But I, I still, I just don't know that I would say overall, uh, you know, voters in general have gotten more rude. I just don't, I don't if, think right, I buy into let, that let's, 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 argument. Let's, let's, let's Wait. take a quick poll, okay? okay? Amongst the three of us. Yeah. Who here owns a boat? Okay. One. Who who here does boating frequently? I do it quite a bit. I'm on boats no, quite no, a bit. No, no, Being no, on a, a cruise ship, ship does not no. count. Being on a dive boat counts. <laughs> no. Yes, who it does. Here, See? Who, who here drives boats frequently? Okay. Well, when I go out. That's okay. What so is your point? Get to it. So who among us has more firsthand experience in these conditions? Boat ramps, areas out on the water that are heavily congested, running boats in areas that are heavily congested, anchoring boats in areas that are heavily congested. Yeah. Who among us, that's two out of three, Greg, be quiet. <laughs> right. So <laughs> anecdotally, you believe boaters have gotten more rude. Yeah. It's not, no. no. What do you mean, no? Okay. That's what we just said, talked no, about. It, it, boaters was- have not gotten more rude. Okay, they got more dumb. That, by saying that, that's to infer that boaters that are already out there are getting ruder. What has happened is we have more people getting into boating for the first time that aren't aware that there are they're not willing. There are boat rules, okay, rules of the road, boat mm-hmm. safety, and then there are your unofficial rules, your boat etiquette rules that they're not willing to take the time to learn. So it makes them. The worst type of boater, which is the quote unquote rude boater. All right, okay? let's set up a the scenario one who's here. Let's the front of the line, the let, one who's who's jumping at the boat ramp. Right, right. Let's let the trailer down a double wide ramp right down the middle so okay, nobody yeah. else can use it. You're setting up a scenario. Let's pretend Barry is that person and you see him making this mistake, Patrick. How which would mistake? you approach Barry and try to educate him so like uh, you you don't create a confrontation, okay. or would so, you just so, go up to him, "Hey, dumbass, what well, are you because, doing?" Because I've done this at ramps, Greg, where where uh, you get a guy most. Oh uh, well, is, uh, no. Let's act it out right now with Barry. We got a perfect example. How would you uh, how would you go up to Barry and try to educate him without getting him, you know, setting him off? Uh, sir, you have to take that hat off. See, like first mistake hat. he made a comment about his wardrobe. I cannot talk. I cannot talk with you with with that with that stupid See, hat on. I think it it's a head warm. I no. think it's a personal problem. I mean, okay. I don't so, know. So the, the, the issue is Barry's at the ramp and he's having trouble backing his boat down the ramp yeah. or his empty trailer right. to get his boat out. Yes. And I've been waiting there for fifteen minutes patiently, watching him pull up, back down, pull up, back down, pull up, back down. Yeah. Up, back down. Uh-huh. Finally, I get out of my vehicle and I walk over and I say, "Sir." Can I help you? Um, can I help you uh, guide you back or ha- in some way help you get your, your trailer down to the water so you can get your boat out? And Barry would say, 
Sure. See, problem solved, <laughs> okay, Greg. See, yeah, but, but, there's but, no but, confrontation. That seems no, pretty uh, no co- but normal wait, to me. I don't know. But it, it's not just that. There are some commonsensical things. There are signs at boat ramps that tell you, please pull over to the side and get your boat ready to launch. All right. So uh, go up to them and say, hey, dumbass, read the signs. You're not. No, that's. That's not uh, what he's looking at either. I don't know. We'll figure this out. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry Zeboder, rounding out the crew. All right, you know, we managed to get along, even though we don't agree 95% of the time. And I guess the fact about boaters getting more rude or, or you know, just in general, is something we're, we're not going to be able to resolve amongst the three of us. I, I just think uh, it's more of an overall cultural issue. And, uh, you know, and I guess maybe we look past this gang and uh, whether you believe boating, whether there's more new people in the, the boating world and, and don't know what they're doing, they're, maybe they're less educated, creating more conflicts amongst boaters because of it. I mean, what's the solution? You know, how do you how do you fix this problem if it's such a big deal right now, Patrick? Do you have an idea there, maybe, that I we can do, agree Greg. on? I It just so happens that Barry and I have been working on a solution. It's, it's amazing yeah. how this kind of all came together and, and funnels down to this one particular thing, where Barry and I have an actual solution to make boaters, especially new boaters, less rude. And you know how they do that, Greg? Educate. No, themselves. wrong. They have to start their boating day on a positive note, and they can do that with a good, well-balanced breakfast featuring Captain Crunch. Okay, of course. (laughs) Not just Captain Crunch. It is new and improved Captain Gregory Crunch cereal. Yum. Start your day with Gregory Crunch cereal. With and you it's little, it. it's little got it's got little Greg head marshmallows in it. Yeah, you're gonna set off <laughs> anyone uh, into a they're, psychotic they're, episode after they're, such. They're, they're pasty white marshmallows in the shape of Greg's head, along with uh, red monkey hearts. Mm. <laughs> so you have no solution, is what you're trying to say? No, no I this, think this, this is great. A perfect this solution. great product placement. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Captain Eat your Captain Crunch. Crunch. Yeah. And uh and then uh, say your daily affirmations. I'm good enough. I, I want to be friendly to my Here, fellow here's, boaters. Here, here's the thing. Uh for the boaters out there, and we know who you are that listen to this show day in, day out. You're the good uh, ones. <laughs> you, most of you are the good ones. Uh, we know there's some of you out there, a little sketchy. We're not going to name names. Yeah, we got a bad apple on the Jerry, bunch every now and then. Barry. Jerry, the diver guy. Oh, um, right. Okay. 
<laughs> you However, see a lot of the good boaters are out on the weekdays now. They won't go on the weekends. However, here's mm. what we can do is is to do kind of what Barry and I uh, in the last segment, which is to ask. Don't be so quick to pull out your phone and start recording a video because you want to put it on TikTok or on Facebook or whatever on YouTube and get people to like it and stuff like that. If you see a boater out there that's having trouble, whether it's backing down the ramp, uh, trying to get their boat on the trailer, trying to cut, they're having trouble coming into the dock, they're having trouble setting their anchor, ask. The, the, the least you can do is ask in a nice manner that is not confrontational because we all know how boaters are. Most of us are very territorial, if you will. We don't want to admit that we need help, but there are times when we all need an extra set of hands, some guidance. I've said it often enough, and I don't think that this will ever come to pass, where every time that I go out on the water, if I haven't learned something new about either the boat I'm on, about the conditions I'm in, the area that I'm transiting through, then I take the time to practice a skill or skills. I look at it as an opportunity to learn to hone skills that I have, or to learn something new about boating as a whole. And that's really the way that we should approach it that is going to increase that overall experience, not only for you, but for the people on your boat, but that's also knowledge then that you can pass on to maybe somebody who needs it. So be proactive in that. Be kind, be courteous, be patient, but ask if somebody needs some help. And you might be surprised that the response that you get is, oh, yes, thank you. Please, can you give me a hand? Or, shut up, MF, or I'll murder you. See, see, there you go. <laughs> I tried to put a total positive spin on this <laughs> and raise everybody up, and you just yeah. go and torpedo it, I'm Greg. I'm saying, you got to be prepared, prepared for all scenarios. You need a box of Captain Gregory <laughs> Crunch cereal in the morning yeah. okay. to bring out the goodness in you. Right. Unreal. Well, I, you know, I, if you're an experienced <laughs> boater... <laughs> and you know the community. You know uh, how, how boaters can be very friendly. I think you should pay it forward to the newbies. If you see a newbie and you see that they obviously don't know what they're doing, you, you do want to kind of, you know, tr- at least uh, throw them an olive branch, so to speak, to like try to help them. Like I said, how you approach them is probably 90% of the issue right there. If you come in and just yeah, start yelling or Say, hey, it's it's more me. than ninety percent. It, it it really is. And, yeah, and it's how you approach right. them, but but try to help them. And uh, you know, most time, I think uh, in general, people will respond favorably to that. You know, uh, but but you know, you you uh, you want to use your experience and pay it forward. I think because I but think here, the boating community is a wonderful community. I don't think it's gotten more rude. Maybe it's gotten more people that don't know better. Maybe there's a little bit of that going on. Sure. But you have that in any kind of industry or any kind of thing. If people are not aware of the rules of the road, whether it's driving, boating, scuba diving, or whatever, and they're just ignorant to you know how we've done this for years, you got to bring them, you know, bring them under your wing and and kind of educate them a little bit, and they'll catch on soon enough. I would I would think that with rude scuba divers, you guys would have that fixed pretty quick. Well, I mean, you do. I mean, it, it, it's a, down, it's a peer pressure, peer pressure kind of thing, you know, on the dive boat. What happened to Bob? Oh, you the rude guy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah. No, they, they 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 pick it up. Most people pick he, it up. He didn't have clearly. a box of Gregory Crunch cereal in the morning. You guys, that is not helping, Barry. Not yes, helping it is. One bit. I think you look great with those so eyes. Load up uh, the world on sugar and get them all <laughs> wired like that. No wonder they're arguing amongst themselves. I mean, look at the bright side, though. We got all these great YouTube videos at the at the boat ramps, and oh yeah, they they've become very that. popular. Yes, I'd like to see less of them. Well, that you know, would be I, one I, thing. I'd like, to, I'd like to see less. I'd like to see ones that are more positive where it shows people getting out to help. Boring. And, people and people accepting the help. Yeah. Because even the best among us, people who work in this industry day in, day out, or in our water day in, day out, there's always going to be a time when you need a hand, you need assistance, uh, most commonly for me, it's been you know when I'm when I'm taking a brand new uh, 1.5 million dollar yacht into a slip for the first time, and that slip is concrete and it's concrete pilings. You know, I don't own this thing, but I'm responsible for it. You know, I'm on the VHF to the marina, and I'm asking that they have some some people come out to the dock to you know assist so I can get this boat in, especially if it's a day where the current is running. Um, or the wind is blowing extremely hard uh, to where I can come in safely and not have a bad experience. Right. But that whole crotchety old captain issue comes into play when you start barking orders at your crew. And, you know, that is there is some of that in, ingrained in our industry as well. So, I don't know. Maybe we need to work on that a little bit. The old crotchety Absolutely. old Oh, no, no, no. When salty we're on the boat, language thing. We're, we're, when we're on the boat, now we're on the boat and we're talking to the pe- my deckhands and stuff like that, that's a whole different story. There's no political correctness or, hey, would you I'm mind? the center of the universe. Do, 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 do you think you could go and, you know, get the, uh, you know, tie off to the spring cleat oh, there? So It'd you're really the nice problem. You, you, you know, could, uh, are the problem, Patrick. It's oh, no, not. It, it, it's not it, the newbie boaters. Orders they're, are given. They're crisp. They're clear, and you will follow them. Uh, I think we've tapped into the real uh, issue. Or here. you will be flogged. Oh boy. Or you All will right. be forced to eat Captain Greg cereal. Oh jeez. Captain right. Greg cereal at That's your enough. local store. That's enough. Enough out Look of you guys. <laughs> at least one win. Till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. Swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.